2: What up everybody? This is Rob Brant. And this is Rick Brant, and we are the Brothers Brant. Welcome to episode 19 of the Brothers Brant podcast. We are coming in hot with content, and I just want to recap our last episode. We are in the middle of a three-part series of the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl festivities surrounding it. It was just too good of a story to tell it in one episode, So we broke it into three parts. Uh, Last episode, we talked about the Super Bowl media day and our escapades of sneaking down onto onto the court and interviewing Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. So if you haven't listened to that one, give it a go. This episode, we're going to be talking about all about the festivities leading up to the Super Bowl. So pretty much Wednesday to Saturday night leading up to the Super Bowl and everything that the town and city has to offer and all the stops that they pull out. And then our third part is going to be the Super Bowl itself. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for this one and for the next one. But let's get this show on the road, Rick. Rob, let's roll it down the street here. This is the
0: second part. This is all about us enjoying the festivities and the shenanigans that would take place leading up to the actual Sunday of Super Bowl Sunday. Now, for our listeners out there, like you said, we talked about in our last episode some really good, fun stuff to start the week with, the media day experiences. Now, here we are, having put in preparation weeks in advance to find out online what all the different festivities would be. You know, one day there's an NFL experience that we wanted to go check out. Another day there was a uh, Phoenix Suns basketball game taking place. The next day, there was the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And every night, there were parties after parties to go to. So what we did was, we took the time to research all the different stuff that was gonna be happening, and then we planned for it. We had apparel each day. We were wearing Patriots gear one day, Seahawks gear another day. We were totally embodying that Super Bowl festive week. Now, What we did the first day was we went to the NFL Experience. And if you can picture this, all major cities that are hosting the Super Bowl or the Final Four, any type of major week-long festivity, they have a convention center. And they totally deck the convention center out with all these different types of sponsor activations for all different ages. There's games for kids to throw the football around, kick field goals, take pictures with your favorite celebrities. There's so much to do in this NFL experience. They create mocked-up locker rooms as if you're in the locker rooms. Rob, there was just a ton of things that we spent the entire day. I mean, it flew by, but there was never a time where, like, it was a dull moment. Remember?
2: Yeah, it was really cool. And uh, what I remember was the outdoor – so the convention center was so cool, and you could watch all of the – podcasts and radio stations that were set up there they all had their little sections, so you could watch the interviews going on live uh and then i remember the outdoor festivities around in the city of phoenix like a parking lot in phoenix that was just dedicated to the super bowl and they had live concerts they had like rock climbing yeah there was so many activities indoor and outdoor
0: If you're ever going to a Super Bowl, make sure you look up the NFL experience, find out where it is. I think tickets, most of it's free. There might be like a $20 day charge that they hit you with, but for the most part, totally worth it. You get some food, some drinks, and just now you're starting to build that momentum up towards game day, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Rob, we hit the NFL experience one day. I know the next day you want to talk about What this city of Arizona, Phoenix, Scottsdale, that whole region offered us in the Waste Management Phoenix Open Golf Tournament.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. Totally, 100%. One of the coolest things you could do in your lifetime. If you are not at the Super Bowl, you gotta go. The second best place to watch the Super Bowl is in Phoenix slash Scottsdale, Arizona grab a group of your guy, friends, your buds, and go to the Waste Management Open. It's known as the biggest party in golf. Take everything about golf etiquette and just throw it out the window. It is just a party. Every single day at the Waste Management Open, they set and break the attendance record for most people attending. And the reason why they do that is because this is in February and they – have the University of Arizona and ASU right there, so it's all college kids and like a lot of adults and everything, but it is just a rager of a time, and if you Google it, the loudest hole in golf, they created the the 16th hole. They built a mini stadium around the 16th hole, and this Part of the tournament is just so amazing. So if I can, if you can picture this, it's probably about a 15,000 person stadium around the hole and the players that are coming out, the golfers that are coming out, they come out of a tunnel underneath the stadium. It's as if they're playing in an arena and when they come out, they tell the usher if they want you, if the, they want the crowd to be quiet or if they want to get the noise loud. So you'll have some golfers come out there and just ask all the ask the marshals to put up the uh put up the quiet signs and you respect that. And but then you'll have some golfers like Phil Mickelson who went to ASU, he's all about the noise. As soon as he comes out of the tunnel, this is his home turf. He's he's waving his hands in the air like happy Gilmore comes to life and everybody's getting jacked up over here about and screaming while Wally's in his backswing, everyone's like roaring. The crowd is roaring. And if a golfer hits, it's a par three. So they're supposed to get it on the green. If they get it on the green, people freak out. They, they get so excited. You hear roars, you hear screams. If they hit it off the green, you will legitimately hear fans just yelling, you suck. You're terrible. They really get into it. And Rick, I don't want to hog this part of the, uh, action right here because i know you love it so so t- talked a little bit about the 16th hole rob you were
0: doing an excellent job describing it and the way you articulate it made me feel like we were back there again and you were right that's the place to be every super bowl sunday if you're not actually at the game waste management phoenix open that is a scene and the stadium as you said is just packed to the brim half of it's filled with college drunk students The other half is drunk adults, and it was funny. When you were talking about the the players teeing off their shot and landed it on the green, what happens in the stands for the most part is you've got people wagering just, you know, bets, friendly bets, you know, $5, $10, $20, nothing crazy, but just they're betting whether or not a player will get it onto the green. They're betting who will be the closest out of the two or three players that are on the tee box. There used to be a tradition, too. They've done away with it, but it was so fun because the caddies, after the players got done shooting their shots, would then sprint from the tee box down to the green, which is about 150 yards, but it's through rocks and cacti. cacti And just it was really hilarious to always watch them because they would also be carrying the players' bags. Sometimes they'd trip and fall. But that was always one of the really fun things there. It's still a great time. They've built up stadiums around other holes now. It truly is one of the greatest events. It reminds me a little bit of like Happy Gilmore, the movie. Um, you know, the Masters is so historic and it's got such a great feel to it. On the complete opposite side, equally as enjoyable is the Waste Management Phoenix Open, but for totally different reasons.
2: I, I agree. I agree. And one thing that I would add to going back to the players and how they would do the walk from the uh, from the tee box to the green, you mentioned the caddies and for anyone listening, you can just YouTube 16th hole caddy run, and you'll see a slew of hilarious videos. Um, but the golfers when they're coming down, some of them are, sp- they're obviously sponsored. And they'll do giveaways. So the year that Rick and I were there, it was Super Bowl weekend. It was in Phoenix. So everybody's pumped about the Super Bowl. And Phil Mickelson hits his shot, whatever, lands it on the green. And as he's going down to the green, picture Phil Mickelson getting handed footballs because it's Super Bowl Super Bowl weekend. And he's autographing the footballs and then throwing them into the crowd. He must have threw, like, five footballs into the crowd as he was walking. But yeah. And – yeah, you had
0: Bubba Watson. I know you were going to say that, but he had the autographed Oakley sunglasses that he was just handing up to the, into the stands. And the giveaways were fantastic. You're right,
2: Rob. We didn't catch any, but still great, great point. Uh-huh. And, and I'm going to recommend to everybody that if you go to the Waste Management Open, first of all, it's super cheap. It's like 25 bucks for your ticket. And you can get like an all-access pass, which is expensive, to the uh, 16th hole where it's an all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. Um, but if you get your pass super early, if you, if you get to the um, golf course early and you're one of the first people to get there, get in and sprint to the 16th green because you can wait in line for general admission and just get put into the bleachers and hang out there for the whole day. Yeah, it gets pretty rowdy.
0: I remember we saw a few celebrities there. I think most notable right outside the stadium that day, Rob was the legendary Mark Cuban. You remember him?
2: How do I forget? How do I forget? Rick, you you tell the story and I'll take it from there. All right. So I see Mark Cuban and he's on the back of a golf cart. So Mark Cuban
0: is not actually walking. He's sitting on the back of a golf cart being driven. But the problem was, as Rob indicated, this event is so highly attended that there's basically nowhere for this golf cart to even go, it's just at a standstill, because there's 100, 200,000 people. And so picture a golf cart, absolutely still, Mark Cuban on the back, kind of just awkwardly waiting for this driver to find a way to get through. And all of a sudden, you and I, we just kind of walked up alongside, and we were like, oh, my gosh, that's Mark Cuban. So, <laughs> so we, 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 we just went over, we started talking to him, BSing for a little while. And when I say BSing for a little while, the man was not really in the mood to have an in-depth, lengthy conversation. Frankly, I think he was probably a little annoyed that he was down with the common folk
2: not going anywhere. So Agreed, agreed. There was, there was some kid, he just kept yelling, Shark Tank, Shark Tank. And uh, he goes, Mark, my, the name of my fantasy football team is, is the Cubans. And Mark's response, Rick, was, why not? why not (laughs) yeah and
0: and he said that often people would just yell off to him and i think just as a way to you know easily respond is just say why not why not (laughs) and he was really funny with that i remember too rob he was wearing a blue sweater and i i don't want to go ahead and say what type of material it was because i may be mistaken. Frankly, I'm unable to this day to confirm the material. But I put my arm around his shoulder as we took a great photo together, as did you. And I remember thinking to myself, Mark, this sweater is the most comfortable material that I have ever touched in my entire life. So I said that to him. And what was his response, Rob? Why not? <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty funny just to just interact with Mark Cuban, one of the most successful bi- businessmen ever in the history
2: of the world. And uh he was there. Who else did we see that day, Rob? Uh well, we went over to the 18th hole and we got to uh hang out with Condoleezza Rice, which was
0: very oh, yeah. cool. Of course, she was fantastic. Now, you guys you guys have a little bit of a relationship the two of you and you guys have talked in depth some football, haven't you? No, that was you, man. That was me. Oh, wait, that was me. We talked Cleveland Browns, we talked Stanford football, and she's a huge golf you know, advocate. She loves the sport. She's a member at Augusta National. And uh, I know for a fact, when we do get to the podcast where we talk about the 2019 return to glory when Tiger won, you have a great story of how you spent some time with her in Augusta. But at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, celebrities are everywhere. The people are just in a fantastic, great mood. The weather's exceptional. The Waste Management Phoenix Open, if you haven't understood it yet, it's a place you need to put on your bucket list.
2: Yep, agreed. And, and to, to cap that off, Rick, we went there twice. So we went there, I believe, uh, I, I may be mistaken, but I think it was like a Thursday, and then we went back on a Saturday. And when we went there on a Saturday – the uh on the 16th hole uh they somebody hit a hole in one and they threw all the fans sitting in the general um general admission through full beers onto the onto the green and delayed it for a half hour because the, everybody had to come and clean up uh, all these beer cans so google that youtube that it's hilarious
0: I don't even think, Rob, people were upset about it. It was just a combination of all the excitement plus the drunkenness that led to that. It just, you know, again, I don't think anybody was really truly upset. It was just a really funny moment. And then Rick I, point, Rick, I
2: got one thing to say. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Shout out to
0: Mark Cuban. I know he's a big fan of the pod and a, a dear friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, Rob. We should not neglect the Waste Management Phoenix Open and how amazing of a tournament it is. It garners some of the biggest and best names on the PGA Tour. Thursday's a great day. Friday's a great day. Saturday's really the day, especially with the Super Bowl being in town on Sunday because Sunday is basically reserved for the Super Bowl. If you don't have a ticket to the Super Bowl, I guess the Phoenix Open is like the best next place to be. But Saturday is really the major day. They always, though, each night, have a huge concert that takes place. They build out this huge fanfare, tented area, and it's called the Crow's Nest. And I know that's what we talked about in our last podcast, where they hosted the media day party later on in the evening. This venue is also a concert venue each night of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. So endless amount of opportunities to have a great time when in Arizona.
2: What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills. So we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. Mm, Agreed. Agreed. And the Crow's Nest, um, they had a full lineup too. So we only picked one night to go because of our schedule. And we got to see Darius Rucker perform a free concert at the Crow's Nest, which was epic. It was awesome. And leading up to that, I forget some of the bands, but Rick, do you remember some of the bands that were headlining it? Well, I
0: remember we had the Congos the night before. Um, I think uh, at one point the Stone Temple Pilots may have played. Yeah. The free concerts I don't care who it is. free music and thirty, forty thousand people rubbing up against each other, having a great
2: time. that's what the Super Bowl is all about. You know, good music, bad music doesn't matter as long as there's music in the air. I agree, so we we have we have
0: beaten this thing to death as we should. We also spent a great time over at the Phoenix Suns basketball game leading up to. The Super Bowl, of course, again, there's so many things going on. Do your research. Find out who's playing home games and get a couple tickets. And that's what we did. Rob, we reverted back to uh, something that's been ingrained with us. We buy inexpensive nosebleed tickets. And once we get in the stadium, we do not, by any means necessary, go to our directed seats up top. We make our way down towards the floor level. In this case, we got down right on the court side level now granted we weren't sitting we didn't end up sitting with our feet on the court but we were maybe four or five rows back on the baseline nobody
2: ever came it was a miracle yeah we randomly picked two seats and nobody came we didn't even have to move it was just two random seats and nobody came to those seats um, for the entire game (laughs)
0: We, we were dressed like fans, too. It's not like we had suits and, you know, decked out like we were on business trip. This was, we were coming as a Phoenix Suns fans. And let me point this out to everybody. I think what made this game so enjoyable, because a Phoenix Suns game is a Phoenix Suns game. I'm not going to get overly excited about that, except this is Super Bowl week. So anybody and everybody is flying into town this week for the big game. And they similarly want to do different fun things. So a lot of times celebrities will sit courtside at an NBA basketball game. When celebrities sit courtside at an NBA basketball game, maybe you get one, two, three celebrities and they put them up on the jumbotron. Well, let me tell you, the camera guy operating that evening was so busy because the entire baseline on both ends of the court and the entire sideline on both sides of the court, probably two rows deep, were filled with actors, actresses, superstars, football players, you name it. They were there and it was just like a who's who, hilarious. Rob, who was your favorite celebrity you saw that
2: day? Oh, Rick, dude, I've been chomping at the bit for you to ask me this question. Without a doubt, the greatest person we uh, we met that night and I would I would say arguably top five top three people we've met is Scott Van Pelt SVP dear friend of the pod we're a friend of him he would be someone I would love to get on the podcast one day and just shoot it with him I got to see if we can he can pencil us in the schedule and the reason why he's our favorite I think you'll agree with this Rick is this is before the game starts, so painting the picture before the game starts. Um, everybody's talking, shaking hands with people, and Scott is, uh, is, is right on the floor, and we're five rows up, and we look at each other, and we go, yo, we got it. We got to introduce ourselves to SVP. We got to do it. We'll regret it for the rest of our lives if we don't. So we get over to the baseline, we brush by a security guard and, uh, and Scott's talking to some guy that he clearly knows they're having a really in-depth, engaging conversation. And he must have felt the heat of me and Rick staring at him and just being like, you know, four feet, five feet away from him, just waiting for him patiently. And uh, Scott goes, excuse me, to his friend. And uh, he turns and we go, we go, hey, Mr. Van Pelt, can we get a picture? And he goes, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm Scott. Nice to, nice to meet you. And you and I look at each other and we're like, yeah, dude, we know who you are. <laughs> and not only does he give us a picture, he goes, I'd love to take a picture with you. He was so um, charismatic and, and engaging and um, actually listening to us. Uh, you know, he he could have easily taken the picture and then just dipped out and went back to his conversation. But we had like, I mean, it felt like an hour, but it was probably only like two or three or four minutes. But he was asking us like, hey, you guys in town? You guys excited about this? When did you guys get into town? And asking us when we got in town. He doesn't give a crap about when we got in town. <laughs> so, and then we're like, yeah, we've, we've done this. We've done this. What have you done? And we talked to him for maybe maximum five minutes, but it felt like an hour staring into those eyes.
0: Rob, he was so genuine. Like you said, just an incredible guy. We've always been a huge fan of him. Of course, he's been on ESPN as one of their top you know, personalities and analyst and he does such a great job he's so good at what he does university of maryland grad shout out to college college park down in maryland but um yeah wonderful guy fantastic time spending a few moments with him before tip off and you're right that was definitely one of the most cherished memories of all the celebrities we've met over the years
2: Agreed. All right. So now that was, uh, I believe that might've been uh, Thursday night. I think that, I felt like that was, uh, was Thursday. And then, you know, the
0: days, the days blend together so much looking back on it a few years now having gone by, but it was just one day after another fantastic event, fantastic party. And yeah, you know what? We were in town, courtesies of a dear friend. We mentioned him on our last podcast, Hockey Dave, Dave McCarthy, courtesies, of the NHL and Dave through his relationships had coordinated a few parties and get togethers for us to attend that by far made the week just that much more enjoyable. Rob, tell the listeners about probably the greatest party that we've ever been to.
2: Sure. Sure. So um, hockey Dave, Dave McCarthy, you know, always going to be one of our boys um, and, uh, you know, he, he, he knows everybody. Dave is uh, high up in the NHL, so he knows everybody and anybody when we're at this event. And um, he uh, introduced us to somebody that makes, uh, that produces, um, uh, believe it or not, blankets for, uh, like, uh, all the sports called Northwest. And he, um, he, we went to this awesome dinner with Dave and our buddy Gary. And later on that night, there was a party and it wasn't just any party. It was a Victoria secret laces and what was it called? Leather and laces, uh, fashion show party. And Dave was like, boys, we're going to it. We're going to it. And fast forward to like, probably like 11 o'clock and uh, we have tickets, you know, Victoria secret. Um, ticket like tickets, and we're like we're like little kids, and we get through the bouncer, and this is like a um, a big club, like a massive club, and there are Victoria's Secret fashion models wearing, you know, pretty much nothing, walking around, saying hi to people, and it is jammed packed with celebrities, like anybody, and. Everybody, if you, if, you were, if you were famous, you were in this party. I have no idea to this day, you know, I mean, obviously I know how, but Rick and I, it just seemed like we were a fish out of water. We were like, we're like what are we doing here? But we embraced it. We, we were rocking suits, and we got to meet some really cool people at the party. Rick, why don't you tell the listeners who were a couple of your favorite people to meet?
0: Rob, I don't always go to the Super Bowl, but when I do – I like to hang out with my buddy, John Legend, his wife, Chrissy Teigen. Just wonderful, wonderful, the two of them. Got to spend time with them. I know there were a couple other actors there. Um, Yeah, Rob, you walked around, you just bumped into people that were on the big screen, that played in the lead. Um, It was just wonderful, just a great party, the atmosphere, the music, the DJs, the drinks, the food. I mean, this thing went on early, early into the Like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. We shut it down. Exactly. So this thing was just a fantastic party to go to. These are like one of the things that you need to really dive deep into when planning your Super Bowl trip. Look for these types of parties. There's probably half a dozen of them, but this leather for laces party where Victoria's Secret models are just walking around serving you drinks and welcoming you in. Nothing gets better than that, Rob. Who's, who are some of your favorites?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'll jump into that. We're going to throw up pictures on the gram, and it's going to be epic. So I hope you guys love the pictures that we're going to throw up of the waste management, um, the NFL experience, and the leather for laces party. Um, like Rick said, you turn around, you bump into somebody. I, no joke, bumped into the actor that played Michael Orr in The Blind Side he was a refrigerator. He was the size of the fridge. I wasn't paying attention and I turn and I run into him and he was like, you know, the left tackle, like just making a block on me. And I go, holy shit, you're, you're Michael Orr. And he goes, I'm not Michael Orr. I'm the guy that played Michael Orr. (laughs) And got to hang out with him for a little bit. I mean, I was so starstruck. I was just like, I don't know how to drum up conversation with this guy, but we started talking for a minute and then uh, another person, I mean, it was so cool how you got a picture with John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Um, and uh, my, my favorite person I met at that party was Craig Robinson. I mean, Daryl from The Office, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, you know, Brooklyn 99, you know, the Pontiac Bandit in Brooklyn 9 now. Like, Craig Robinson, it was so cool to bump into him. And uh, we just got a picture, and that was all I needed. I was on cloud nine. Um, and yeah, that, w- that was my favorite person. Craig Robinson.
0: Yeah. Pineapple Express. One of the best yeah. movies that yeah. was ever made. <laughs> exactly.
2: So Rick, well, why don't you, why don't you cap it off?
0: Yeah. So here's the point. Do your research, have a great time leading up to the Super Bowl. Don't, don't, you know, work all week and then fly in Friday night or Saturday afternoon, come in, take your days off, get into town Monday, Tuesday, hit that media day, media night event, if you can, enjoy all these fanfare festivities, because let me tell you, you might think some of the stuff we shared right now has been the best stuff you've ever heard. Well, just wait until you hear what Super Bowl Sunday was like, because all of this that we've discussed over the last two episodes is just building anticipation for the big day, And I can't wait to share with our listeners, Rob, all the details of Super Bowl Sunday, one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time, the Patriots, the Seahawks in Arizona. Rob, the next
2: episode is going to be a doozy. Get ready for the next episode. That's all I got to say. And uh, signing off, I'm Rob Brandt. I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the
0: Brothers Brandt. Thanks so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Stay safe.
1: winner.